Hey guys, it's Cam with Freebird, and I am honored and humbled as I bring on a beautiful artist who has been in the industry for 29 years, Mr. Kevin Kirk, a global educator, CEO, and owner of Kirk Pro Products, and the captain of the Babelist Pro Team. Kirk, thank you, sir. Kevin, thank you so much for joining me on your drive to go see your beautiful daughter graduate. Thank you for joining me. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for having me. It's an honor and a privilege. I am so excited. Oh, sorry, you cut out right when we introduced, of course. <laughs> so you're on your way to Tennessee, you said? Graduated uh, in May, but now uh, she actually got a job within her field. She graduated on the president's list. Uh, in the field of psychology, and immediately got a job within her field, and we're a new apartment. Yeah, I'm a proud uh, <laughs> Kevin, you are, unfortunately, you have not cut out once this entire conversation, but now you're cutting out, so I think you might have just hit a dead spot. <laughs> uh, no, we're, I, honestly, uh, I haven't cut out one Good now? It's cutting out a little bit, but let me see if it settles down and it's okay. Just keep going and we'll see if it clears out. It's all right. Okay. If it yeah. don't, oh, yeah. then when I get to a good spot, I just pull over and we can, you know, because I don't, I don't, I want us to be, I want it to have a clean um, yes. transition. That's exactly no, right. All right. But uh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, that's what we're doing right now. We're moving my daughter in. And uh, again, I'm a proud father. And, um, it's funny because you know you work hard to for, for your children to get to the place where they can be independent, and then when they get ready to move out, you're like, "No, nah, don't go." I know, right? It's like, wait a minute, stop! I taught you this, but I take it back. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so exciting, man! Poor thing for her, as she's going through one of the most incredible times of her life, and Corona and all this nonsense. Like, you tell her that we are so happy for her. Congratulations, and all of the wonderful celebration possible because she deserves it. How amazing! Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, my friend. So I, speaking of COVID and all of those things, right, and everything going on, you as a human, Kevin, how are you doing, my friend? Well, you know, it, it has been a touch and go situation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what I said to my team, uh, my Kirk Pro team, and also my uh, Babies Pro team, is that we're going to be stronger when it's all said and done after all of this is over i refuse to allow this situation to stop the momentum uh the growth the development the unity uh solidarity everything that we have worked so hard to um build i refuse for this situation to diminish it so we have fought hard to continue to grow ourselves as individuals and to continue to grow uh, corporately in both uh, organizations that I'm a part of. And I'm extremely proud of both my pro team and my uh, Babers pro team, extremely proud of them. You know, so it's been some challenges, but with each challenge we have, in my opinion, overcome. Yeah. What a beautiful way to look at it. And I love that you're taking such a great stance as a leader of your teams as First of all, the industry was hit with a pandemic that in the world we never imagined. And this is not a pandemic. This is bullshit that the racism is still even a conversation in the 21st century. But the uh -huh. fact that you are taking a stance as a leader in your two companies saying, you know what, we're going to use this pain to only accelerate growth and a positive future. We need more leaders yes. like that. And you're doing a beautiful job of that. And thank you because it's heavy. And I can't, I, I especially as a white woman cannot understand and will never pretend to, but what you're doing is inspiring my friend. And thank you for taking time on your way to your daughter, leading two teams, being a brilliant man in this industry and also facing so much bullshit and pardon my French, yep. because I'm going to tell you right now, that's what it is. But thank you for being incredible and helping us find a new norm. And I have to say, for me, I see this as a real positive because you know what? 
when only little things like get people's attention, whatever, let's make a difference for everything forward from here out, not go back, not let this just be a conversation anymore, make a difference, time for change. Like, and I have to say 29 years in the yeah. industry, my friend, how has it been for you? You know, it, it's, it's, this is one of the most beautiful industries, um, career choices I think I could have ever made. I totally love my industry. I love my people and every aspect of it that I have had the opportunity to explore and to be a part of it. Uh, this is an industry where, as a whole, um, I feel like we are we're a total industry of misfits and rejects. You know, totally. but, you know, the, where we miss, misfits and rejects can come together and be successful and we can love on one another and we can um, not be divided in our differences, but actually be, um, you know, include, included, you know, and we can have, we can find a place where we're actually, um, praised and celebrated for being different instead of being ostracized you know, right. as a whole. Now, there are parts of, of the industry where division instead of inclusion totally lives and it's still frustrating. Um, but as a whole, I, we are a beautiful melting pot of people and cultures that, yeah. that I totally love. Me too. Me too. It's a come as you are, right? Like, I have to say, like, the world has always felt so different to me. And then the industry, it's just like, oh, electric. And all of us, we look different and we have different colors. We have different, our hair's in a mohawk or shaved or whatever it is. It's, it is really beautiful, but there's yeah, still. You all the way up from yeah. you know, your whole body. You all the way up to here. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. You know? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, and I got to tell you, it gets me excited to see the industry get a little loud and rowdy because that is why we've all really loved this industry because we all have identified and come as we are and all of our differences in everything that we do, but there's still truth. And this is something that has bothered me as an artist myself, the disparity in the difference that lives within our industry that's silent and doesn't even get noticed. Yeah. And that is the skill sets and the services that are so poorly overlooked. And this is something that I have to 100% I guarantee every Caucasian artist out there is gonna be like, girl, you're saying the truth. The skills that the ethnic community has in our industry is so poorly overlooked. And it's not just because of what happens in the industry, it's the price. It's all of the things that when people are hired of color in different salons, they're instantly categorized and not thought of for their full range of skills, you guys. The, far pro the problem that really lives, if you think about it, is Caucasians can't do ethnic hair, but ethnic people can do all hair and have all the skills caucasians have to work even harder so you know what it's like that is still real truth and how's that been for you with trying to bridge that gap because that's something you and i share of how do we make that go away like what do we do you know uh here's the thing man and and it is it's a little troublesome and you know to be honest with you um yeah i work with a great company you know, Fabulous Pro is absolutely a phenomenal company, and I do believe that we're probably one of the most diverse companies in the industry. And totally. this is not something that just happened. This is we for I'm gonna say maybe the last um, seven or eight years. You know, we have organically um, become one of the most diverse and and. Uh, companies that allow all people of all colors, all cultures, uh, all different backgrounds grow and develop as their performance and skill set allow them. And no one puts a, uh, a ceiling above you and say, hey, you can only go here. No, if you produce, you have a fair shot of becoming whatever you want to be within the organization. And I love um, Fabulous for doing that. However, as a whole, you know, I can't say that for all, all of my experiences. Uh, one thing about it, you hit it on, you hit the, the, the nail on the head when you said when it comes to ethnic hair, you know, 
within my community, within my race, you have people born with straight hair. You have people born with wavy hair. You have people born with curly hair. And you have people born with, you know, um, what we call now 4C, okay? Mm -hmm. So we are diverse as a whole of being able to deal with all types and textures of hair. Okay. 100%. And, but for some reason, it seemed like we're only considered, uh, we only consider when it comes to the point of texture. If you're dealing with, uh, you know, uh, extremely textured hair, then bring in the black people. If you want to know about dealing with textured hair, bring in the black people. And that's a disservice. It really I mean, is. The, the, the truth of the matter is I'm an excellent hair cutter. I'm an excellent uh, colorist. Uh, I, I know color theory extremely well. I can teach it to anyone. It doesn't matter if they white, black, Chinese, Asian, whatever. I'm qualified. Wait, can we, can we stop here for a second? Let's just, where, where did we go to different schools? Where should that even be a difference? Why are we talking about anything different when we take the same state board? We have the same qualifications. We have all of the same testing. And here's where the truth really lives in this industry that we love so much that brings in all of us outliers is you are brilliantly talented for the skills you put in yourself as an artist. It doesn't matter your skin color. That's the problem that it, I don't know when that gets overlooked or so, who decides that. Because let me tell you right now, if those of you who don't know our industry, we take the same test. Every single person in this industry that is a cosmetologist who is board certified in hair, nails, skin, we take the same test. There is no difference. What happens then is, the same with Caucasian, Mexican, Black, Asian. It doesn't matter who, what, when. Exactly. It's what we work on every day. I could do ethnic care every day if that's what I only did, or if I only did this. We have the same testing. We have the same everything. It's what our hands love to do, and it shouldn't be seen as anything but a beautiful specialty because that's what it is, Kevin. And I am so sorry, and I promise you that I will never, ever, ever ever look over it but i i'm going to be loud about it right now because this is something that has broken my heart in the art industry for years as i watch braiders only charge 150 dollars for eight hours as they do some of the most intricate beautiful braiding that takes skill yep. precision and time and mastery and they make 150 dollars for eight hours and you know what else okay i'm gonna go a little crazy because this is kevin i apologize now but you know why else beauty pros let's be real straight up here because this is this reaches far and wide out of our industry the ethnic communities are in low income and they have a economic system against them so they can't even raise their prices because the people who need their services can't afford to pay more for the services that are more difficult that take more time and take more specialties so Caucasians shut up and start appreciating our brothers and sisters who bring a whole new level of specialty and skill that we know nothing about. And Kevin, I love you. I just, I want you to know that right now. And my heart breaks for this. And I just needed to get that out there for a minute. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it. You know, let's talk money for a, a little. Let's do let's it. Let's do it. Because, you know, for, here's the thing, dude. The reason why it's a division, a division comes from, I believe, in two areas. I think it's a cultural thing. And I also believe it's a, it's an economical thing. Um, on a cultural level, you know, the most, uh, not as a whole, I think our country has um, grown leaps and bounds when it comes to uh, racism as a whole. Now, Agreed. you know that there are people out here that is just rooted in them. It's actually two types of races, okay? It's those who are, was, uh, I call them legacy races where the father before them was a racist, the father before them was a racist, and I'm going to be a racist too. And then it's in them, it's, it's part of who they are, you know, and to be honest with you, I respect them, and uh, I, I, I'm glad that they uh, are out with it and they are bold about it because that allows me to identify who they are and I know to stay away from them. Good point. You don't want to deal with me? I don't want to deal with you, okay? Then you have the undercover races, okay? Now, the undercover races, a lot of them don't, they don't even know that they are racist because they was brought, brought up, not 
pastor then. No one in their family taught them that, okay? Not directly. They were just taught to be leery. Not that, hey, uh, we hate black people, but let's stay away from the black neighborhoods. When someone Truth. black moves to your neighborhood, uh, you know, it might be time to move on. Uh, the property value is going to go down, okay? Uh, you know, let's, you know, uh, yeah, that person, they, that haircut is really nice. What it work? Oh, okay, that's out of town. Okay, let's find somewhere else, you know? Uh, <clears throat> that the, the individuals that they see um, racism, and it's full glory, but I ain't gonna say anything. I don't want to disrupt the norm. Um, you know what? Yes, it's wrong, but I didn't do it. Um, you know, I never owned a slave. Uh, I never against anybody. I, I'm not prejudiced, so why should I be involved? What do I have to do with it? Uh, a lot of times, the what I call the undercover uh, racist person, they really don't have a clue. But they was just by being part of the quiet society, you play a part in promoting racism because you see it, you know it, and you do nothing about it. Yeah, because it doesn't uh, affect you. And exactly. so you're like, yeah, and that, to be quite honest with you, I think that's the most dangerous, like, it is the most dangerous. It's the most and dangerous because it, it, it's a silent influencer. You know what I mean? It's like that person can really not person, just thought process of not having a, a say on things is really dangerous because if it doesn't influence you or affect you bad enough, you just look away. It's like, oh, well, you know, oh, well, everything else is okay. Well, no, 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 no. Okay, human rights, human rights, human rights. Like nothing is more important than human rights. There is nothing more important. And so it's like, that is, oh, you described that so well. I never thought of it that way, to be quite honest with you. Like that's a pretty, yeah. pretty accurate statement, my friend. It, it is. And yeah. Another an analogy that I like to use, and, and I, I, I didn't come up with it, but I like to use it, is if we're running a race and it's, it's a hundred yard dash and you have a 50 yard head start now the racist person might be like yeah i know i got a 50 a 50 uh, yard head start i deserve it because i'm white you're black so you stay behind me but then the other person be like you know this might be unfair you know this ain't right but I'm still take that 50 yard head start, you know, uh, because it benefit me to beat you at this race, you know. Uh, now, me as a black man, what I have to do is figure out how in the hell can I make up 50 yards, but not only make it make up 50 yards, I have to make up 50 yards and some kind of way muster enough strength to pass you in order to even be considered in the next race. Because it's really not good enough for a black person. And still to this day, I mean, I was, and, and again, this is a cultural thing. Uh, as most black people would know exactly where I'm going with it. We're taught that we have to be better than uh, the white man in order to stand a chance. Yeah, yeah. In order for me to be in a position that I am within this company, Again, I love the company, but I know that going going into it, I didn't have the luxury of messing up in the beginning. I had to be polished. I can't show up late. I can't I can't show up to a show drunk, and 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 it, and it be excused or laughed off. Uh, when I get on stage, I better be articulate. I I my haircuts better be on up to par. Uh, really surpass the normal standard. I have to be all the way together, okay? Where you see, you know, uh, your, your counterpart, you know, who's not black, show up late. They can be out drinking. They can be out drinking with the boss and, mm -hmm. and, and, and be hungover 
and it's okay. They laugh and joke about it. I don't get that luxury. No. You know, I don't get that luxury. You know, now part of it, like I say, it's culture thing. That's the culture part of it where. That's was, just as important though, Kevin. Like that, yeah. that's, the, that's the thing is that's that silent influencer that if not addressed or made known, it just keeps going. If you hear someone doing something right next to you and you're like, ah, yeah, but you know, I'm not a part of that conversation. Bro, you're the problem. Like, wake up because you shouldn't feel different in how you present yourself when you've worked hard to have your skill set. There is no difference. Like, let's go back to the basics because anyone who wants to instantly be like, oh, well, yeah, because there's that undercover racism he's talking about is where you instantly are like, oh, I could see that being what it is. No, it's not okay. He has equal if not better skill than most of those artists so i'm going to just make sure that i remind every single person who doesn't understand our licensing structure understands because there's no difference in our skill except for the amount of time we put in and what we're specializing in so there's no reason it should be different for him to show up on stage than any of his teammates so let's just make sure that we're real clear because it isn't okay and it, it it's a silent influencer that needs to be silenced so no i am that is important the cultural part needs to change and our industry should lead the way it, it has to change you it, know, has it has to, to change. Now, and i understand it won't happen overnight but we no. have to begin it and we have to begin it now you know right. conversation is great but we need to have all the conversation that we need to have so that we get better understanding of one another. And then yep. we need to put together a plan of action that actually um, put things, laws, uh, disciplines, you know, in, in place so that we can all have a fair shot. That's right. I don't want a handout. No, you're not asking for 50 yards ahead. You're asking to start at the same line. You're asking, hey, hey, we're all, it looks like we're all trying to do the same thing. It looks like we all have the same skills. We all are ready to do this in all technical form. Let's just stand on the same line because, um, you know, that's human rights, that's human ethics, all you assholes who want to try to say different. So I, yeah, mm -hmm. no, you're not asking, Kevin. What you're saying is it's about time that everyone start at the same place so that as the skills and the incredible perseverance, that this is something else that I, I really want to make sure that we address because, you know, unfortunately, Caucasians have been far too comfortable for so long that even COVID rocked their little pretty boats. And I'm putting myself in there, but I don't feel that way because I feel I am all colors. So I'm going to just tell you all that right now. Inside, I feel Latina sometimes. And sometimes I'm like, oh no, I have my black girl inside me. Like, I'm telling you, I feel that way. So know that. <laughs> like, that's truth, you guys. I'm always like, oh, like, you'll get me super sassy. But I'm just saying is, with that being said, we all need to understand that there's beauty in what we offer and what we bring to the table and there shouldn't be discrepancy because of our skin color. It should be based solely on our merit and skill set. And it is important that we make a difference and we write a new narrative together because as a Caucasian person and understanding that it's been too easy where things like I've been pulled over and nothing's happened to me. I just go and I didn't have my registration, whatever, right? It doesn't fucking matter. What matters is that we need to get uncomfortable with our brothers and sisters and make a difference because this doesn't go away just because you make noise for a little bit, you guys. Stop being uncomfortable. Stop being worried about being uncomfortable. Get real uncomfortable. Get real angry because it's you know, time for change. Yeah, it is because where well, you're uncomfortable for a minute, understand this is where we had to live our life. That's what I'm um, saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. You've like yeah. your people have dealt with this for 400 years, 400 years. Yeah. You know, you know, getting pulled over by the police is sometimes is, is petrifying, you yeah. know, and it shouldn't be. I shouldn't have to worry about it. If I'm, now, if I'm speeding, I'm speeding and sure. okay, gosh, okay, I got I got to get a speed ticket. And most people, most of America, they get a speeding ticket and they get on, okay? With, with us, we get, I mean, honestly, you know how scary it is? I travel a lot of time at nighttime. And, you know, on, on the freeway, uh, dark and no one else is on the freeway, and I get pulled over by the police, I'm like, I, I'm like, man, I need to call somebody. I need mm -hmm. to let them know where I'm at. Mm -hmm. uh, gosh, I need to record it. Uh, man, if I don't record, if I record it, that might be uh, making Suspicious. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's, mm -hmm. it's like you, got, you go through all these different scenarios in your mind. You know, the only thing I say to myself, and I, I have one of my best friends, one of his closest friends, and um, we grew up together. He's a police officer. 
And he told me one thing, and, I, and, and it resonated with me. He said, Kevin, just remember this. That police officer want to make a home just like you want to make a home. Do nothing that makes him nervous that will prevent, that he think you're preventing him to go home. And I'm like, okay, I get it. So whenever I pull over, I'm like, I make sure that my hands are visible. I'm yes, sir. No, sir. Nothing. I don't care. You know, and for, you know, for the most part, and I have had some incidents with police officers that I knew, I, I'm like, I know for a fact you're violating my right. Right. But you take it. You take it. Because you want to make it home. And you don't want to give them a opportunity you know, uh, um, any reason pull that yep. gun yep. that they already got their hands on, why they, you know, because they pulled you over for whatever reason. And a lot of times they pull you over, they, they will, I mean, I've seen officers like, come on, officer, for real, this is what you're pulling me over for. I know. You know, but that's what I, I don't, I don't even want to, I don't want to go too far into that because that if, if, if can't evoke too many uh, emotions. But, uh, um, but there, but Kevin, these are, are emotions you have every right to have. You experience things that other people won't, Kevin. Like this is real. This is real. Like it, I don't, I, I don't care if it evokes motions. When a man has his knee, a knee to his throat for nine and a half minutes, nine yeah. and a half minutes, everyone can fuck off about getting worried about emotions because that's real. You shouldn't be fearful of your life. And you know, not all, but and let's make this clear, right? Not all police officers are bad. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying that. We're saying the very real, real injustice of what happens in the racial bias, because that is what we're talking about here is not that police officers pull you over. It's when they pull you over, they're pulling you over because you're ethnic, because you may be doing something and then they go to the next level and treat you differently because of your skin color. That is real. And that needs to stop all of the silent stop. influencers. It and it has to. And it's okay it, if it evokes emotions. Kevin, how you're driving down the road right now. Why like you that's a real thing for you. That's real. And that's it, it, it scary. And and you know, another thing that is that's kind of scary for me too is that I look a lot younger than what I am. Mm -hmm. And in some incidents you think, well, hey, that's a good thing. No, I was going to say, boo, you're looking good. No. You're like, hey. <laughs> no, I'm, knocking, I'm knocking on 50 years old, but I don't hey. look like I'm, I'm, like I'm about to be 50, okay? I'm, I'm telling you, you're looking good. No, well, and I, I appreciate that until it gets to be a situation like that because they get uh, more down when you see a young black man. And that's when I get, you know, that makes me nervous about my son. I have a 14-year-old son. And, and he's like, and I'll tell you, he's one of the most uh, respectable kids. Of course. That, you would ever meet you know he had an injury and she um automatically wanted to put him as a bad kid now he's uh, he, he 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 plays sports he have good grades and and he's the youngest of the three that i have all of my kids been honor students okay like all of them now my son never had a problem in school he gets to this teacher and automatically he's a young black uh, kid, young, young black boy. She's like, you know, want to uh, start coming in and write him up for every little thing he does. Well, uh, you cut out just a little, Kevin. So I just want to make sure you might just be in a little dead spot again. You're cutting out just a little still, Kevin. Let's see if you got into a little better spot. Oh, there we go. You're starting to come back. You went through a little dead spot. No worries. But I want to make sure we hear about your son. So last I heard was he was doing wonderful. He had his, um, he was playing sports. He had honorable, all these things. And he got to a teacher that instantly, because of him being a young black man, 
he was treated different and then you cut out so i want to make sure we come right back to that yeah okay so here's the great part the great part of it is is that uh he played uh basketball with one of um he played basketball with one of another teacher's son so when the teacher who was trying to label him as a troubled child all right uh when the 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 teammate mother which is her uh, a colleague of hers heard her talk about it like wait a minute that's not that's not kj kj is a good kid kj you just just went on and she got her nice and told okay good so and then she backed up off of my son but if it wasn't for her standing up for my child you know that that teacher just because he was black was trying to make it seem like he was some type of thug and if you ever meet my kid I mean, oh my gosh, I saw him. I saw a picture of you and him together and he has the sweetest smile. And it's like, you can just see he radiates joy, like just a kind human, like a hundred percent. I have a nine-year-old son and a 10-year-old daughter or 11-year-old daughter now, excuse me. But it's, you know, as a parent, when you look at a child, like you can see it in their sweet little faces. I know exactly what you're saying. And your son was racially profiled and treated different because of ignorance exactly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's like kevin what exactly. can so, what uh, do you think we can do about this together as a black man a white woman what do we do to come together to really make a difference in this industry we love and hopefully impact the world because that is one thing we do have that is beautiful about our industry and that is we impact the globe you, you yourself are a global educator and if we can start getting positive narrative and collaboration and embracing our specialties it would be so beautiful what do you think is a really great idea to help us move forward in a positive way Okay, you're breaking up. Oh, sorry, Kevin. <laughs> can you hear me? Okay, you saying how we can move forward in a positive way? Yes, ma'am. Yes, yeah. Okay, so uh, again, like I said, it's two parts. It's cultural and it's economical. Uh, a lot of times, too, when they talk about economics, and this is the part that I really don't understand because the, the, the black uh, spending dollar, dollar is mighty. If you alleviate uh, the black dollar, dollar out of the beauty industry you're going to take a major major hit major major hit but at the same time for some reason a lot of manufacturers a lot of uh, companies they act they act like they don't want the dollar they act like they don't want the black dollar you know what i mean by that there's no advertisement uh you know we don't rarely use uh, white companies rarely use uh, white models. Um, you, you see a lot of companies, uh, there is no hierarchy of platform artists uh, within their within their, their their team structure. You know, there's nothing that represents to say, hey, we want, we respect the money that you spend with us. I take that back because they want the money. They don't necessarily want to show respect to the customer base, the black customer base, to receive the money. They just, it's almost like they just expect for us to uh, bring it to them without them deserving or earning it. Uh, what we have to do as a whole, I'm a, as we, as yeah. uh, the black community, we have to start demanding the level of respect that we deserve when we spend our money. You know, because when it's all said and done, a, pe a person is not going to change their culture unless they, they are motivated to do so. Yeah. You know, so if they still making their billions and billions uh, off and, and treating us disrespectfully, they're going to continue to make their billions and billions. But why would I change when, totally. this, when this formula seems to be successful? So we need to stop that right there. Uh, we have a tremendous economical impact and we, and we need to start utilizing it. Okay. Also, uh, the conversations that we have now, we, you know, it, it is great that we are sharing it. Uh, but again, like I say, we need to stop putting things into action. Uh, yeah. There was a, uh, okay, I don't, I'm not going to call no names. All right. I'm not going to call a name. But I say a major voice in our industry put a post out recently saying that they hear us. 
they see us and they want to know what to do. And they, they made a commitment to uh, giving more of their social media time to black artists, more of their stage time to black artists, uh, more of their uh, educational platform to black artists. And they want to know what else do they need to do in order to uh, help our community and to be a part of it. You know, they was like inviting us to have a seat at the table. Now, I get it. I get it. They are aware now. But, and, and I appreciate it. Yep. But at the same token. Why hasn't it mattered? Why haven't we been there before? Why? Yeah. Why? Why haven't why? you been at that table? Like, why? This is and, bullshit. And, and, and Cam, why do we have to go to your table? Exactly. Exactly. Why you can't come to our table? That's what I'm why talking about, baby. That we always have to That's right. um, uh, adjust ourselves to you in order yep. for you to hear us. And if excuse really me, if we, who who's taking over the cultures here? Who, who takes over and not takes over, excuse me, who is influenced heavily by the ethnic culture, the Caucasian culture, the ethnic culture is the one that sets the tone in most of the trends in our community. We're already sitting at your table. You're just not getting the credit because you know what, when we really break this down, that's the truth, Kevin. Let's really strip it down. Because as you're saying that, you're right. You're right. And I said that, and I take that back because there shouldn't be a table you're looking to sit at because every single thing that your people have influenced into this has been beautiful. It has created such a better, not boring, plain Caucasian world. And I promise you, as a Caucasian woman, I want to see so much more color in flu in fused in our world and it not have to be you feel that you change because what you do is beautiful i mean that with everything and i had to you say know, that to you my friend like god damn you know, you're so right it, it, it's it's um someone i was talking to somebody uh the other day and i was like mm -hmm. man you know i wonder why when i teach on my own mm -hmm. uh like what if if i'm doing a, a babyless pro show you know pack audience no problem people come out and they see me right I'm the same educator. If I say Kevin Kirk going to do a show, uh, it's going to be a packed audience still, yeah. but it's going to be a, um, a black audience. Yeah. And I say to myself, I mean, do they think that the level of education or the quality of education is going to diminish because I'm teaching for myself? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm like, seriously, I, what, why is it you can come to see me if I have the name Vegas Pro, but if I have the, if I just have Kevin Kirk, all of a sudden I don't have anything to offer you. Mm -hmm. The same guy who taught you a haircut on the Vegas uh, Pro stage is the same guy who can teach you uh, to have a uh, the same haircut at the you know at a nice hotel. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it, absolutely. It, 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 There's no difference. It, there's no difference. There, mm -hmm. there is no difference, you know, but, you know, for some reason, it seemed like it's hard for, you know, white people to sign up for a, uh, a black, you know, uh, influencer or mm -hmm. a black mm -hmm. celebrity stylist. A white hair, you know, it's, it's fine. You know, but it, it's, it's disheartening. It's a little, and it's frustrating. For sure You know, is. but, you know, that the, uh, the company who did it, the voice uh, who did it and say, hey, we want to help. Man, I can I get it, and I respect it. I, I appreciate it, but it do. But but at the same token, it's like you kind of seem like you just jumped on the bandwagon because everybody else is doing it. So now it's you're trendy. Doing it. But it, it's it, trendy. it makes me wonder when the trend is not so hot, are you going to continue to live up to what you're saying? Because again, I'm tired of lip service. I want some real action. I want some people who are sincere and they really do want to see. Um, uh, unity within our industry because there's so much that that we can learn from each other one more thing I want to I want to get this out I've won uh Bronner Brothers um four four times that's oh my making, gosh right? that is history making that's congratulations history making, you know and and one of the reasons why I'm able to dominate uh within uh the the 
the competition world and the black industry is because I've been able to fuse together um, haircuts, color techniques, styles from both sides of the spectrum, okay? Because now there is a difference in how, not within the hair, but it is a difference on how um, white women and white men may style their hair and how black men and black women may style their hair. Not but the hair, hair is made, hair is all, all the hair is made of the same thing, but how we style it is, it, it may um, okay. vary. Yep. Again, so me being able to uh, transcend uh, the culture, the textures, uh, whatever, and be able to create looks that's, uni that's universal from whoever you are and be able to do it on stage, especially in competitions where I show real skills, but yep. do it in a colorful manner, you know, allows me to win and dominate in these types of uh, shows. But at the same token, if you tell, uh, you know, some people are aware of Ronald Brothers and they're good, but honestly speaking, you know, I was talking to uh, one of my you're breaking up just a little, Kevin. She was like, Kevin, well, you competed at us and you, um, uh, is this better? Is good? Yeah, yeah, you're starting to come back. Yep. Okay, cool. So, you know, I say, you know, she, she made the suggestion that, well, why don't you compete in Naha? And I was like, okay, I, I you know, I may consider competing in Naha. Because she said, mm -hmm. that'll give you credibility with um, within the white community. So I said, and I was like, man, gosh, man, I've won so many competitions i'm not really you know i'm almost tired of competing to be honest with you I, i've done it you know yeah you're like i, I, I got know, it how long? like how many more competitions i gotta win in order for you to say that i'm talented you know but he was like yeah but you haven't won in in their eyes because you know naha is a predominantly white show so if you want them to pay you some attention you got to win over in the white world and I was like yeah I get it you know I get it I don't necessarily think it's fair because why is it just because it's a black audience it doesn't have the same uh, prestige or credentials that it would in a white audience I mean you should be able to see the skill set and respect the skill set regardless of the color of skin and if I, and now I appreciate Naha and the artistry that comes with it, but um, let me just be 100% transparent here. When you're doing photos, you're taking all the time in the world to create that particular look, okay? And, and a lot of those pictures I edit the hell out of, okay? All right? And, and you're getting, and, and let's be honest, a lot of the photographers need the, the credit for um, those, the, the winnings of that, uh, of, of those pictures. Okay. The hairstylists are good, but it's really the photographer who's really winning that show. For real. Actually, <laughs> I mean, that's just being real. It's for real. Let's be real. And lighting and yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah. of that. All right. That. But when you are at Bronner Brothers, you're on stage and you have to do live hair in front of the audience. There's no Photoshop. It is raw talent. It's real. It's a, it's, that's a whole nother level. If I choose to have something that I'm going to respect, I would respect the person that's doing live work in front of me that looks good compared to someone who photoshopped the hell out of their work and submitted a picture. Now, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Naha because I do know that within it, there is a, that is, it's still a high level of skill. But if I can respect Naha, why you cannot respect Ronald Brothers. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know, so, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's disheartening. It is. How do we make a change? I think we make a change when we, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I make a conscious effort to be a part of every aspect of the industry that I'm aware of. Yeah. I go to the majority of, um, white shows that I know of, okay? I'm looking now for Latino shows that I can go to. Yeah, so yeah. I can be a part of their yes. culture. I can understand that. I can respect it and be, a, and, be and, and embrace it. Yes. I think that what needs to happen is 
you cut out a little. Again, there we go. There we go. Legacy races, they're not going to do. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, you cut out a little bit. So I want to make so, sure we. You know, the legacy races people, they're not going to do. Okay, can you hear me now? I hear you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I know everybody's not going to do this, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that the conscious uh, people, the ones who are, who we say, what we say woke now, will take the time into visit uh, African American shows with the mindset of learning. Not going in trying to be negative, not going in, you know, with the mindset that, you know, this is nothing but flash or whatever, you know, but go in and, and try to learn and appreciate, you know, what we have to offer. Yes, yes, the way we do hair is different, but it doesn't mean that it lacks skills. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It takes not. a lot of skill to do uh, uh, uh Anything. A lot of skills. So I, I would I would like to see, you know, us do a good exchange. More yes. black people at white shows, more white people at black shows. And and we talk, we socialize, we hang out, and we learn to appreciate one another. And I think Agreed. if we do that, you know, we, we that's the beginning of starting a new culture where I'm not no longer looked upon as a black hairstylist. You're not looked no. upon as a white hairstylist. Nope. We're just hairstylists that that's happen right. to be black or happen to be white. Yep. And, that's how and we specialize in our own skills because we, we love what we do. I'm a balayage specialist. That's what mm -hmm. I love to do as an artist. And he could be a platform artist and that be it. But the color of our skin should never be up for question or discrediting what our hands can do because that is just ignorance foolish and completely ridiculous because we're missing out on passing skills. And that's one of the most beautiful things about this industry. And I'm excited because I do truly believe that our industry stands to make a difference in the world and can impact positive change because all of us sought refuge in this industry to be who we are. And we met yes. most, the most beautiful humans along the way. And I think that's why the industry is so pissed because we're like, you know what? We know what it is to welcome every person who sits in front of us because those of us who have chosen to stop looking at color long ago and it not even be a thing because we're human. So mm -hmm. uh, that's all, th that should be the only thing you think of ever is how you better help the human to your right and to your left. But hairstylists, beauty professionals, creatives, barbers, every person who welcomes another human life in front of them, we've learned how to accept whatever's come out of their mouth because we don't get to censor humans or customer service, but we love and we share our skills as beauty professionals. And it's devastating that there's a difference because of our skin color because his heart, my heart, as we stand behind the chair that we do, it's exactly the same. We love what we do with our hands and we're sharing yes. that. So yes. anything else, that's on you. That's your insecurity. That's your ignorance. And you should not share it with anyone else because there's beauty when we come together. And I promise you, Kevin Freebird and every single person who is at this company stands behind finding a solution to this because it's too long that your beautiful, beautiful people, skills, the ethnic community has been vastly overlooked and the, racist, the racial, bi racial bias must stop right now. And it starts with conversations, it starts with action and real change. And you taking the time to be very honest and vulnerable with me, I do not take this for granted in the slightest. This has been such an honor and I thank you and I promise you, I can't understand and I, but I'm here. I'm here and I will do whatever I can with what I can do, but I'm sorry. For my people, I'm sorry that the color of our skin, for some reason, for those people who are the underground racists or whatever, have decided that it's better. It's not. It's simply where we were born. And I love your color. I love all colors. And we're here at Freebird to support all of you. So know that 100%. And we're going to make a difference. All of us together, we can make a difference. I believe we can. I mean, yeah. I full wholeheartedly Me believe that we can. Um, Me too. Together, we're always stronger. That's, I mean, it, there's no way you can look at it. Together, nope. we are stronger. We are. And we can build such a beautiful, strong industry by, yes, by, by allowing us to be more inclusive and not divisive. That's right. You don't, you don't, it's not, it's, it's okay, you know? 
We yeah. can be different. Yeah. We can be different. You know, it, like you say, you do balayage. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I mean, do balayage. That's cool. That's what I you do, know? boo. That's what I do. Good. I don't do anything you know? else. <laughs> okay. I'm haircutting. Those are two That's different right. things, but we can embrace each other. That's right. We can you share. Know, we can share. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we make each other better. And that's one thing that is just simply truth. Together, we are better. And the skills that each of us share together is it. And stop looking at color because that's just fear and insecurity of something someone told you. Don't listen to it. Look at what's happening in front of you. Stop listening to these fear and all of this because I'm going to promise you, and I wanted to share this with you, Kevin, one of our Freebird mentors, um, he's an Asian gentleman, beautiful human. And he's like, all of this I'm seeing online, he's like, you know, it hurts me because that's not my America. You know, that's not what I experience in my community. Like, we don't look at each other like that. And I'm like, see, that's me too. Like, I've never felt what they're saying. Like, I don't feel that way. Like, there's, there isn't black and white. There isn't, we're together. Like, all of us are a community. And hairstylists, I think we experience that mix way more where it's like, mm -hmm. why are, what are we talking about? Why are we talking about this? Like, why is mm -hmm. this even something that should be talked? You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't even be a conversation. And when he said that, I was like, this doesn't just, this is everywhere. This is everything, you know, and no one should be being segregated, racially profiled. There shouldn't be a bias of skills. Like, and no one should feel different because of a color. Like that, it broke my heart when he told me that because it's like the world is trying to say we all feel a certain way, but that's not true. Like that's not all of us. That is not what us all Caucasians feel because there's a good majority of us over here like, fuck you like why are you yeah. representing us like yeah. no no so just know that we can come together and know that we don't need to listen to the media we need to just see what's happening in front of us these type of conversations the real change the lasting change and make a long difference not just a band you know, and you, you know said something that was really powerful uh because you, what you said is fear and insecurities uh now that's on both sides that's right. I'm not gonna. I, I, it's not just you know white people having fear and insecurities. Black people have it too. White people, for some reason, they feel like they lose when they embrace black people. All right, you know. And I'm not saying all white people. I'm just saying the ones who have, who who for some reason feel like we're supposed to be lesser than, and they don't want to see us side by side. They feel like they lose an advantage. They lose in something when 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 it's embraced. Okay, all right. The, uh, the, with us, we have fear and insecurities because, you know, we feel as if, well, man, if I if I'm too vocal, I might lose my job. Uh, if 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 you know, it's so many so many different things that we fearful of losing. We feel we want to lose our job. We want to lose our life. We don't, you know, the little bit that we have fought so hard to get. Man, I better just stay in my place so that I don't lose it, you know? Uh, we have to, I believe, in part of the conversation, be open and admit these fears and these insecurities because I, what I believe is we're going to see that there's absolutely really nothing to be fearful or insecure mm -hmm. about. You know, none of us are perfect. All of us have our shortcomings. and and honest again together we're stronger together where i'm weak you you may be strong and if we work together as a team you, it'll make both of us stronger right. opposing to being fearful and not want to have that conversation right. and we end up being standoffish when we can really come together and make a beautiful beautiful impact in our industry and in the world because we do sit we have we, we at the post of our community we really are we, 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 you know, and we are such a beautiful example. I think one of the reasons why, as a whole, our industry is uh, a great melting pot is because of the fact it is full of, you know, what society Mystics. calls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, we, yeah. We are. So, we, yep. so for, for, for the most part, all of us have felt some degree of some type of discrimination, some type of rejection. So, therefore, we don't try to pass on that hurt. Yeah. But it's the part of society that, like I say, the, the undercover 
they never felt that, so they don't have no empathy for it. Therefore, they like leave my status quo alone. That's your problem, not our problem. You know, but now because it's so blatant, you know, COVID was a pandemic that brought a lot of change, a lot of uh, uncomfortable situations, but also it brought a lot of blessings because okay. I believe if this, if this would have happened, because understand, George Floyd was not the first black man to be killed. Absolutely uh, not. On TV, recorded, no. and shown. It's just right now, because of um, everything that's going on, because of the pandemic, it really brought more people together. Yeah. And what they saw that we we really are, we, we're, we're in this pandemic together. So together. it brought a sense of unity. So when they saw that, they was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, it, it, it shocked them into like, oh, so this is what they've been talking about all the time? This is what's been going on? Now they, it's, it, it, which, which create the outpour and the outrage for change to happen. And if I'm not thankful for anything else, I'm thankful for that. Me too. I'm thankful that people see it now. They understand. Uh, you can say, well, did Kevin, they've been saying it. No, they, no. they, they might have been looking at it, but now we see it. We have an understanding. We, we realize it's like, it, this is this been happening. That guy was not resisting. And there's been so many people that wasn't resisting, uh, uh, complying to what authority was telling them, and they still lost their life. I'm just, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm hurt, but I'm also grateful that we're having these conversations, Thank that you. change is coming, and that um, betterment is right around the corner. Yeah. Now, we have to still continue. We can't allow it to be just lip service. No. We have to put action into place. Both sides have to be willing to put work in to create an environment within our industry and within our community where we all have equality and a fair chance to uh, create a better lives for our, for ourselves and for our family. Again, I'm not looking for any handouts. All I want is a fair chance. I believe if I'm given a fair opportunity to compete, you know, I will, I will fare well. I just want to, Great I just want an opportunity to showcase who I am and what I have to offer to this industry and not to be automatically judged by the color of my skin, but please judge me by the content of my character. Judge me by the skill set, the time, the hours that I put in to become a better uh, hairstylist, to be a, a better cutter, stylist, educator, platform artist. Let me show you what I have to offer you might be pleasantly surprised that I can, I can actually help you to be better as well. And I have to tell you right now, Kevin, I am going to stand right beside you until that day because it's about damn time. And let me speak for every Caucasian person out there. If you're not speaking up, you're part of the problem. You cannot stay silent any longer and you must look for ways to stop the silent influencer of racism. And that is no matter what the racial slurs, the thinking less of their skill set, not booking them, not looking at them as equal to the skills that they offer, stop and look for ways to embrace, learn, share, come together and find ways to value one another. Because I can tell you right now, there is no difference, and I promise you this, as a company, as someone who shares stories, I have talked to every race, and they all have the same skill, and they all love what they do, and overall, they love people, and they love sharing their skill with people regardless of the color, so it's about time that we stop this silent influencer, and we break it, and we completely silence it so we can build something better and new together, and Kevin, we're right here with you and we're going to make a change on it in our entire company for it because it's that important to us. So just know awesome. this has been a true joy and I'm so honored that you took time with me to share this because 
I can't imagine, but I'm right here and I will be here in any way that I can help. So hang on with me as we wrap this up. But you guys, you heard this with an, a beautiful artist in the industry, incredibly talented, who happens to be an African-American who is sharing with you the truth of this industry and the disparity that needs to stop. He's incredibly talented, a 29-year hair vet, global educator, fabulous captain, team leader, CEO, and founder of Kirk Pro. And I don't know about you, but that's badass status in my mind. Kevin, thank you for just being the best human and taking time with me to share your story. Hey, the pleasure is all mine. You're so welcome. But I, I want to thank you for allowing me to tell my truth. Uh, I, it's um, heartwarming and inspiring that you allow me to speak what I've been wanting to say for decades now. So thank you. And I truly, truly appreciate it. It's the very, very least I can do. I'll, I'll do whatever I can, I promise. Hold on with me, guys. This has been another Freebird series, and I hope you hear this and you never, ever stop trying to make a difference because once you know better, you must do better to make change, and this is not lip service. Get ready. It's time for change. Thank you so much, Kevin. It's been a pleasure.